This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. This is Dave Iverson. Several of our recent Third Thursday webinars have focused on some of the common non-motor symptoms of Parkinson's disease, problems like depression, anxiety, or sexual dysfunction. To that list, add another. Some studies report up to 80% of people with Parkinson's have chronic pain. Dr. Julie Politsis is a professor of neurology and chairs the Department of Neuroscience at Albany Medical Center. She says we're just starting to realize that pain and Parkinson's go hand in hand. And this is a newly recognized symptom of Parkinson's disease. So, you know, we're kind of at the early stages of our understanding. But one way to tell whether the symptom is coming from the Parkinson's is your response to medication. So oftentimes people will have pain uh, due to their rigidity and they'll take their medication and they notice, hey, my pain is gone. And so that's very common for that to happen with a lot of the symptoms that also improve with Parkinson's disease. On the other hand, Politsis notes that there are some forms of Parkinsonian pain that are caused by too much medication, including one which is sometimes caused by dyskinesia, the uncontrollable movements often associated with long-term use of dopamine replacement drugs. People talk about having dyskinesias, and people don't think of these as painful. You know, I think it's very common for doctors to say, oh, you know, dyskinesias don't really bother patients, but indeed they can be exquisitely painful. And so it can be a problem of too much medication that can uh, cause that type of pain. Beyond pain associated by either too little or too much medication, there are other forms of pain associated with Parkinson's that can be quite acute, particularly pain caused by dystonia. Dystonia is a severe muscle cramping. It can come in multiple different forms. It's kind of like the feeling of a charley horse, except when you can't see a charley horse, you can often see when this happens, where you get curling of your toes or fanning out of your toes, and um, it can be excruciatingly painful, and it's often something that can be resolved with medications and can be treated by deep brain stimulation further along in the disease. Dr. Politsis believes that pain tends to be undertreated in Parkinson's disease, in part because physicians aren't well trained to treat pain in general. We don't know a lot about pain, but we know we don't do a good job addressing it. And I think a lot of that has to do, um, frankly, with a lack of education for physicians and medical schools. We do not have any courses on pain that are required for any population. So we're limited in our understanding of how to treat pain in general. And you, you compound the problem by adding Parkinson's medications, and people get nervous to prescribe any, any medications that may interact with Parkinson's. The concern about drug interactions is understandable, so before beginning any Parkinson's pain treatment protocol, Dr. Politsis believes it's crucial to first conduct a thorough assessment. Are the patient's Parkinson's medications working at an optimum level? Could there also be an underlying injury or infection? Are there other non-motor symptoms like depression in play or interpersonal or family issues that need to be addressed? After taking careful inventory, Dr. Politsis approaches treating pain carefully, using exercise or physical therapy before considering use of pain medication, though she does believe those two can be useful if used with appropriate caution. 
and she thinks it's crucial to consider how the experience of pain is often interwoven with another non-motor symptom of Parkinson's, fatigue. People in pain can't sleep well. They can't find a comfortable position. People that are fatigued are more sensitive to pain, where something that they'd normally categorize as a five, they might categorize as an eight on that pain scale, just because it just makes you susceptible. And I think we all have a, an amount of reserve, physical and psychological reserve. And when you're tapping your own personal resources, because you know, you're fatigued, you're going to feel anything extra worse. In our next Third Thursday webinar, we'll focus on pain in Parkinson's disease and discuss how fatigue and pain intersect. To register, visit michaeljfox.org slash webinars. I'm Dave Iverson. This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org.